Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey team, welcome back to another episode of Kiwi Birth Tales. I am your host, Jordan. I'm a mum of two beautiful little boys, Jai and Ali, and I, alongside Kiwi Birth Tales, host the Your Birth Project online birth course designed to help you create your best birth. The Your Birth Project online store, which has pregnancy, birth and postpartum related products. The Mini Kiwis First Aid course, which is a first aid course designed for parents under five. And the recently released Your Birth Project journal, which is a pregnancy and birth journal that helps support you to have your best pregnancy, plan for your best birth and learn a little bit along the way. So that is a little bit about me, if you're new around here. If you're not, sorry that you have to listen to that at the start of every episode. (laughs) Um, Today's episode is a bonus, and you may have listened to one of the bonus episodes previously where a listener has written in and asked for some guidance or advice or just, I guess, um, what I would do in that sort of situation. And uh, yeah, I thought I would chat through this one that's come in from a listener as well. If you follow along on Kiwi Birth Tales on Instagram, you will know that we sadly lost a family member last week, um, and I shared on my stories how we sort of navigated through that with Jai, our oldest, who's three. Uh, It was the first sort of family member that he's known that's been close to us that we've lost in his life, Uh, and yeah, I think it was a really, really hard one to navigate, and just like, there's no sort of guidebook when it comes to this sort of thing, so... I shared on there that we were really open with Jai. Um, He understands the concept of death. He has sort of talked about it in the past. He's obviously like him and his friends at school have, you know, these conversations and they know what it means. So he he knew what it meant and he knew that um, his uncle was unwell and had been living with Jai's uh, grandparents. So we saw him every day. He knew that he was sick. He didn't understand that he was sick enough to sort of um, pass away. But we basically explained to Jai what had happened, that he was unwell um, and he had this nasty illness and uh, he knew he had gone to hospital. And then um, once he passed away, I explained to Jai what had happened and explained that we'd be bringing him uh, home to uh, to Jai's grandparents' house and he'd be there for the week. And yeah, we sort of talked about that and... I was really open with him in the most three-year-old sort of appropriate way. Um, I didn't want to feel have him feel like we were hiding anything from him or there was any, um, like it wasn't taboo or um, awkward or scary or anything. I wanted him to feel like he could ask any questions that he had or, yeah, just talk about it in a way that felt, um, I guess, natural to him. But in saying that, um, I'm not saying I'm an expert in this space, so you can sort of take my guidance or take what we did um, with a grain of salt, but uh, he did have a really bad night terror that lasted for about an hour um, on the second night that we had the uncle uh, at home at Joe's grandparents' house, and there had been a lot going on in those two days. It was a really, really full-on time for Jai and for all of us, and obviously a lot of grief and emotion and crying and and 
just feeling visibly or appearing visibly upset and Jai obviously notices a lot of that and hears a lot of the conversations going around him um yeah so he had a really bad night terror it's hard to know if it was related I made the assumption that it was but he was also overtired and too hot and he has had night terrors um in that situation before but this one was really really bad and lasted for about an hour and we just couldn't wake him up he was just screaming and crying and there was you know no one there he was just so yeah it was awful but um anyway in the morning he didn't even remember that he'd had the night terror he slept for the rest of the night and he was fine he didn't remember having a bad dream or anything like that but I felt awful as a parent I felt just so so awful like I'd failed him and broken his poor little heart and oh I just yeah I feel awful even just talking about it but um anyway so that was our experience and this is the message that I got from um a follower that I thought I'd share on here hey Jordan I heard your stories about navigating grief with a lost one I'm very sorry for your loss we are going through something similar and I'm keen to know your thoughts on how you navigated it with Jai Our daughter is a similar age and we will be losing my mum any time in the next few weeks, which is heartbreaking enough without having to consider our three-year-old's feelings and emotions in that as well. Any tips that you have on anything that worked for you or anything that you avoided would be really helpful. Sending lots of love. Oh gosh, that is so awful and I'm so sorry to hear hear that your mum is not well that's yeah obviously so heartbreaking for you um and yeah dealing with that with you know children in the mix as well is just awful so I'm very sorry for what you are going through um like I said earlier I'm definitely not an expert in this space I talked to Jai and Ali's daycare teachers about it and um yeah we had a really good discussion about how they would approach it or how they have approached it in the past and we sort of all agreed that it wasn't the right thing to do to shy away from it and one of them shared a really good sort of thought or experience about death not being really talked about or something that we shared about when uh, we were younger and I remember that too like it felt like quite an awkward thing that we just didn't talk about when I was a kid and I don't want my kids to feel that same way so I was very conscious of just sharing and being open with Jai um and you know allowing him to ask those questions and I remember him saying it's awful and it's awkward when there's people around who are grieving but um an example is when we brought Joe's uncle home um and they were taking his coffin out of the hearse and going to bring it inside and Jai's saying why is um uncle in a box and like what's he doing in there and is he going to wake up and um we sort of had the conversations about no he's not going to wake up um he passed away and he'll be staying in that box is called a coffin and explain that to him and that's where he'll be staying in this room in this special room and we can go and be with him and visit him and talk to him but he won't talk back to us and those types of things um I think he like and Jai would say things and it's obviously awkward when there's adults around to understand the situation but everybody understands that he's only three and he's just curious like he would say um you know uncle so-and-so has died eh mum or he's dead and that would be in front of other people and of course it's everybody else is grieving but you just have to let them ask those questions and be I was really candid with Jai um yes he has died he had a really awful um sickness or illness and we had those conversations and yeah so I just think being as open and honest as what feels appropriate for you and your child and you know their sort of limits and boundaries and how they will take things and 
Jai's a really empathetic kid, so um, I was just very cautious about the way that we spoke to him about it, but then very open with him at the same time. Um, and that's probably my advice, but I just wanted to share this really beautiful message that I got from a friend when I talked about um, Jai's night terror and how awful I felt, and I remember being up all that night just feeling like, oh God, I've just, I've damaged my kid for life, and that was fucking awful, and I'm an idiot, and I should never have approached it in this way. Um, so I thought I'd share her message because, um, I think her reply was really like heartfelt and appropriate. She said, you are doing the best and you're an amazing mum. Unfortunately, our little humans will be exposed to really hard things in life. Our job is to be by their side and help them navigate through these tough feelings that come up, not to create a life for them where they never have them come up or they never come up against hard things. I totally feel you on it being tough, but your bond will grow stronger with him through this and he'll be learning lots in terms of resilience, even though it's really fucking hard. You are doing an amazing job. So I just thought that was a really good point um, and a good reminder that it's not our job to protect them from these things that do come up in life like death. Um, It is our job to educate and support and guide them through that in the best way that we can when we are grieving too. And to this mum who sent this message in, I know that you're going to do the best job that you can and you are also grieving um, and you will also be grieving a loss. So just be really kind to yourself um, and just allow yourself the time to, yeah, I guess grieve and go through that process too. And I'm, I'm really sorry that that is something that you are going through right now. I'm sending you lots of love. And if you're listening to this episode... Uh, and this happens to be something that you encounter in the future, um, I hope that you're able to take something from this that was useful or helpful or helps you to decide um, the way that you're going to approach, approach it for you and your family. But anyway, thanks for tuning in um, to my parenting tips that I'm absolutely not qualified to be giving. Uh, so yeah, I'd love to hear your feedback or if you've got another topic or a message that you want to send in that you want me to share on the podcast as well. But anyway... I will talk to you next week. Have a beautiful evening or day wherever you are listening to this episode. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.